It's the One-Eyed Dog Podcast, and you're here today with Guy and Smitty. If you've been on our Instagram, you'll know that Dave's gone missing. And as uh, we posted on the gram, he can go missing after some big wins. And we had a big win last night against GWS. Smitty, any word from Dave? Not yet. My phone has been silent. I've sent a few texts out. Um Yes, he does go missing. I don't know where he is, so he's out there somewhere. He, we, well, we've had a big win. We're excited. We're here. God, is he out partying? He might is be he... out partying. Let me actually, I've got to find my iPhone. Oh, on perfect. Because we're twin brothers, as you know, so I've got to find my iPhone. What, uh, on, yep. on, oh, hang on. Where, where is he? He's at, the, he's at the movies in Mount Gambia. The cinemas. He, top Gun. <laughs> the again. He's already seen it twice. <laughs> he's top back gun. at Top Gun. That's how he's celebrating. The big win. He's back at Top Gun for a third run. This Spoiler alert, Goose dies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, he's watching the new Top Gun. He's no, watching the, the new. I've seen the new Top Gun. I've seen the new Top Gun. Yeah. It's good. And? I love it's it. good. It's good, yeah. Right, Just so you know, it's the exact same storyline as yeah. the first one. <laughs> but it's well, brilliant. Well, I don't know why Dave needs to see it three times, and I don't know why he needs to see it on the day that we're recording the podcast, but... We did have a pre-production meeting, and Dave, you're on notice. There was some talk about your contract and whether it's going to be renewed in 2023. Well, just I mean, we get paid obviously to do this podcast, and he's on match payments, so uh, <laughs> we just split it two ways instead of three, guys. So yeah, you and I, are... yeah, that's right. <laughs> Lovely. For the check. Lovely. <laughs> now we did have an amazing game last Woo! night, didn't we? Oh. oh, so we're recording on Sunday, the day after, as I said, our win against GWS. You know, Smitty. Ronan Keating once said, life is a roller coaster. And I'll tell you, barracking for the dogs is a roller coaster because <laughs> we lost that one against Geelong before the bye. And then we came out last night and we were there to play. Well, it was game on, wasn't it? I mean, it was a frantic game of footy. 35 goals scored, so a bit of a shootout. For once, we kicked a lot more goals and points. I mean, I yes. think we were... 15-8 at one stage, so really some dead-eye dicks, which was terrific. But, yeah, we came to play, and I think it wasn't just the fact that it was an open game and lots of goals being scored. There was some hard tackling and some good use of the footy, and geez, we had some blokes who were very good in front of goal. Cody had three in the first mm. quarter, and then he uh, added two to that tally. We'll talk a bit about Cody in a minute, but he's got five. Norts has got five. Mm. I mean, 10 goals over half our score from your key forward and your small forward, not a bad return. Well, it was... 10 goals won. Yeah, between, between the two, two of them. Right? Between yeah. 11 kicks, 10 straight. And to be honest, we've had those kind of opportunities where we could have had a 10-goal one from, mm. from the two of them or from mm. a couple of different players, but they've just missed them. But this time around, we didn't see a lot of those crazy shots for goal. We saw good leading, getting out in front. Cody, in particular, I thought was really good on the lead out in front. Norts with these contested marks, just unbelievable. And putting them through one after the other after the other. And what about the third quarter? Premiership quarter. Premiership quarter. They threatened. They did. Responded. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I mean, even late, they threatened too. They got within 18 or 19, I think. Well, late. They got in front. Yeah. In the third quarter, they got in front. Just, yeah, might have, yeah. Yes, I think it was 73 to 72. It was the first time they'd been in front since they kicked the first point. And you're right, they did threaten again in that last quarter, but we were just too strong. Yeah, we're too strong all over the ground. Midfielders, I mean, some huge efforts from English, Libba, Bond Dunks, Jacko, Jalore. Oh, I mean, those guys. I mean, I'm not, we, we do talk about Liver a bit on the podcast, but Ooh. just watching him again last night, I think one of the commentators called him the extractor, and that's Ooh. exactly what he does. Yeah. He goes in and he extracts the ball and he gets it out, and there was one where he, he actually got it out and got a bit of a run. And you know, he, he's got that funny run. It's almost a bit of a hunch as he runs. <laughs> well, it's a hunch, and it's like his hips don't move, yeah. but his legs are going, <laughs> so the upper body's not doing a great deal. But the legs are going flat out. <laughs> it's, it's a unique style, but I love watching it. And I'll tell you who I've 
named him a couple of times. I'm going to name him again. Riley West. Woo! There's something about Riley West at the mm. moment. I just He just looks so serious about his footy, doesn't he? He seems to have found another gear with yep. contested footy, so he's yep. not scared. He's not scared to throw himself into into that contest uh, and tackle hard and, and work really hard in that respect. But, yeah, but then he's marking well. He's using the footy well. Footy smarts. I mean, that ball just outside yeah. 50 that he hit Cody's chest deep in the pocket was just clever and executed beautifully. Great to have him consistently playing in the team and, and consistently playing well. So, really, a lot of good stories out of last night. One tough story, Jure. Mm. By the time, listeners, you hear this, you'll pro- he'll probably will have had his scans and will know more. But there is some optimism that it's not an ACL, that it may be the medial ligament. I don't know. Do you call that an AML? MCL. Or medial cruciate ligament, not anterior cruciate ligament. I was really confident until you questioned me because i got no (laughs) idea, really. (laughs) I thought it's him. I thought I heard MCL last night. Well, it's 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 like when they say, you go, oh, good. I've got no idea what that means, but it just made me feel better. It's not the ACL. It's got to be better. They're hoping it's not the really bad one. It's still not great, but they're hoping it's not the one that, Put Josh Bruce out since late last year. Basically. Speaking of. And, and Tobe McLean. And speaking of, Juice. <laughs> can we go there now? Good. A bit oh. off topic, but can we go there? Let's go there. Let's go there and we'll come oh. back to GWS. Let's go to Juice. My whole family, the house lifted when we watched the replay of, of Juicy kicking that ball outside 50. Oh, and he flushed it and he it did. was just beautiful. And they got around him. Yep. He Do looks good, doesn't he? He looks yeah. good. He looks fit. He looks ready to play. Hunter, Hunter was back as Great well. Great to see Lockie Rezies. Hunter back in there. Wonderful do you, do you watch sometimes you watch highlights of the Rezies and you say, oh, there's a lot of blokes in there that have played senior footy. Absolutely. And Mitch Absolutely. Wallace is running. Absolutely. Yeah, Mitch Wallace that? was in there. Yeah, he had yeah. the two jumpers, mind you. He had, the, he had the long sleeve, then he had the short sleeve over. Did he? Yeah, he went, he went, the, <laughs> went the double. I have not seen the, that for a long time. The double jumper. The double jumper. <laughs> now, we mentioned... Jure's injury. And that, mm. the knees are funny because they go down and they sort of hold it and then all the commentators start speculating about what it might be. And before he's even off the ground, they've diagnosed it. And they go to the boundary rider who basically, the boundary rider it really needs to be renamed Captain Obvious. I actually said to my wife, I was like, I don't know why they have a boundary rider because, <laughs> you know, Doc's coming off and they're like, Jude, what's happening down there? Yeah, he's just clutched his knee and he's coming off. Okay, so we can see that. <laughs> to be fair, what's he meant to say? He's some medical expert yeah. with X-ray vision. He's going yeah. to give you a diagnosis before he even gets off the, the line. But he's also meant to be a weatherman because they often go down, oh, yes. oh what, yeah. what are conditions like down there, Jude? Oh, it's raining. Yeah, we can see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that, I think it goes back to the box to ask better questions. Yeah, agree. they're in the box, if they're saying, what's it like? Going, well, if I was the boundary right, I'm like, Pretty much the same as where you are, that's 20 right. metres away, you flog. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you're not in another country. No. So anyway, so we didn't know exactly what happened with Jurate, but I'll tell you what we did know. Mm. We did know when Cody's elbow got dislocated. Oh. <laughs> what Have you ever dislocated vision? anything? No. I've popped my shoulder out multiple oh. times and it I've is. I've heard the pain is. Oh, gosh. Hello to all our female listeners, but I've heard it's worse than childbirth. Oh, do you? That's a no. It's not. I've heard it's not. It's a controversial comment to this podcast. (laughs) Is it true that it's so painful, but then once they pop it back in, the pain dissipates pretty quickly? Uh, The relief is unbelievable. It's still sore, but from compared to what it is, it's unbelievable. So, quick story. If you want to hear about my first shoulder, I do because I'd love to hear your response to the shoulder compared to Cody's response to his dislocated elbow. Let's see if they line up. I think they're, I think they're pretty pretty similar. I mean, I dislocated mine playing sport, competitive yeah. sport. Um, is it a contact sport? Mixed netball on a Wednesday <laughs> night at a Box Hill <laughs> Action Sports Centre. This is going back twenty years. Twenty years. Well, wow, it's a tough sport. I tried to grab the ball off 
wing attack because I'm wing defence. Yeah. Went to grab the ball, ripped it out of these guys' hands because I was com- competitive, right? Yeah, yeah. And I went, oh, that hurt. Oh. And you don't really know the first few seconds. Okay. And then I lifted my T-shirt up over my shoulder. I thought, no, that doesn't look good, and it's really hurting. Oh. And I said to someone, I think my shoulder's out. And you don't really know, but I said, I think my shoulder's out. This bloke runs up to me, not a word of a lie, and he says, I'm a physio. I said, great, mate, get it in. Let's yeah. let's do it. He goes, when I say physio, I'm a physio student. <laughs> So here I am asking the guy, I'm trying to, well, how many years into you? Your final year, your first year? Like, I need, have you done any clinical practice? Or where you're at? And then he actually says, I'm not that confident. I said, oh, how about you leave it then? I'm not that confident. No, right. no. He's oh, so he presented, presented, he presented well, and then he backtracked. I think he thought, here we go. Oh, hang on, it's pretty serious. <laughs> anyway. So what did you do? Well, no one in the centre knew how to get my shoulder back in. So- I got a lift to Box Hill Hospital, oh, no. every bump in the road. And we had to go, oh. you have to go over railway lines. <laughs> so I pull into the sort of the half moon driveway at Box Hill Hospital yep. where you get dropped off for emergency. And I turned to the person driving to me and I said, I don't care how much this is going to hurt, but get this wing defense bib off me. <laughs> you couldn't go, you couldn't no, face emergency no. with the wing I mean, defense. attack, maybe I would have strutted in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, no, no, not me. Anyway, got in, bit of petadine and popped it back in and away we go. So, wow. But then it pops in and out all the time. So whenever you're playing wing defence now, do you have to strap it? Well, you, you started by asking me, was my response similar to Cody's? I've never played mixed netball ever again. And he, he played footy about 15 minutes later. So, so you went straight up to the hospital. He got his – I mean, the, you could see it in oh, the yeah. footy. Footy is just, just not pretty, awful. is it? And they don't show you them actually popping it back in. But you can see by the time he's running off the ground, I think they'd done it out there mm. by the look of it. They'd done it out there. Then they get the elastoplast, <laughs> put a bit of tape on it. I'm sure they might have given him something just to take the edge off I it. I think so, yeah. And he's out there again. It was extraordinary. He's out there and tackling and throwing his tackling. arms extended tackling, yep. which you think yep. if it's ever going to be vulnerable, again, yep. with no medical expertise at all, yep. you feel like that's where it's going to pop out. And he's throwing himself. Oh. But that's Cody, right? That's Cody. I mean, you know, Bevo said, yeah, look, it was pretty swollen after the game, so we're hoping he will come up all right. I'm not surprised, mate. Surprised. Everyone else would have just gone put ice on it. He's going to play another half of competitive <laughs> AFL football. Extraordinary. And he almost put it out. By clapping goals while he's on the bench. Oh, I love that footage. I love watching Cody yes. on the bench because it's like you're sitting next to one of your mates supporting mm. the game. He mm. is one out of the box, isn't he? We love him. He just is the energy he brings. So yeah. we've always thought he's got great energy when he's out there marking, kicking goals. He's got energy after a dislocated shoulder when he's on the bench. On the bench. <laughs> just get me back out there, coach. <laughs> <laughs> he would be up and about all the time. He'd sleep and, and have energy. I feel for his parents. Oh. I, don't know, I don't know what he... Although Bouncing I think, off the walls. I think he grew up on a farm, didn't he? So a bit of room. No, originally in an apartment, but they moved to the farm after realising that he <laughs> couldn't cope. They were in the Docklands. Yeah. And they said, we need more space. <laughs> they went out to Alice farm. Springs or somewhere. To stay. So that's Cody. He, Like I said, he is one out of the box. He is one of... I mean, everybody's unique, of course, but he has got a really special personality, which we love. Have we had a few of those over the years, these one-out-of-the-box players? Mm, well, that's a good call. I reckon we have. I think now there's these days there's sort of all footballers fit into a, a, a box or a type because they go through different training programs and the way they're drafted. But every now and then, some just sneak through, don't they? They sneak in. They do. Yeah. What I'm thinking of, which is probably going back a few years and it wasn't um, exactly through the drafting process, but Simon Beasley. Oh, yeah. Well, he doesn't look like a footballer to start with. Do you remember 
the game against Brisbane when Simon Beasley was taking a shot after the siren and the Brisbane Bears made the human pyramid? I see that gentleman regularly. Hey, which gentleman? Matthew Campbell, who played for oh. Brisbane Bears. So his son plays footy with my son. Is that right? He was either on the shoulders or he was the yeah. guy, he had someone on his shoulders. Have you ever raised it with him? Oh, multiple times. <laughs> what does he say? We don't speak anymore now. <laughs> And he said they brought that rule in because of me. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. Can you imagine them doing that now? I even think, uh, because the crowd was on the ground, and I even think from memory that they might have been shaking the post as well. It was just, (laughs) it was the Wild West. Which doesn't make any sense because you could shake it and at the right time you could give him 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 more more room. room. (laughs) Give him more room. And I think this was in the days where the Bears had won like one game in the history of the club. So to have a potential win and then, you know, Beezer, he could have had the ground cleared, couldn't he? But nah, he just went on with it. No Cool, fast. calm, collected. Missed it. <laughs> we lost the game. <laughs> Bit hard with his blokes in stubby shorts well, and singlets and probably did. cans. And Now, like... if, you're a, if you're a Western Bulldogs supporter and you're of the younger generation, you haven't seen that for you. have got to Google it. Because you won't, you won't believe that anyone was even allowed on the ground the way they were, let alone that the players. Well, these days, when you stand on the mark, you can't even blink. You blink and it's 50 metres. Back then, they made a human pyramid. <laughs> and let the supporters on. And let the supporters on. I think he had cans thrown at him the whole lot. So anyway, have a look at that footage. But Simon the Pyman, stockbroker. Is that right? Well, the story goes, and here's the the, the we'll talk about some uh, players out of the box. Some of these stories probably have a bit of mayo on them. But yeah. the story is he rocked in first day when Dougie Hawkins and all, and these sort of Steve Wallace and the, Rick Kennedy and these Choco Royal. Always get to meet on the podcast. <laughs> it's got to be a golden rule now. We can't. You know what Choco Royal is? Choco's like Bont has kicked a goal in every game. Yes. So when Bont kicks his goal, like and he got Royal. one last night, it's always great. He's Bont's got his goal for the round. Terrific. Keeps the record up. That's Choco for us. He's got to right, get a mention yeah. every podcast. So he's had his mention. Well done, Choco. Here we go. But apparently, Beezer walked in in the pinstripe suit as oh, a stockbroker back and in about what nineteen eighty. Four? Well, yeah, it'd be early eighties. Like yeah, 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 the yeah. common in eighty-five. Yeah, so, yeah. and uh, I think a few of the lads from Braybrook maybe went yeah. Footscray. Had, <laughs> had only sort of seen pinstripe suits maybe in the legal profession when they were being represented <laughs> by someone. <laughs> they got a bit nervous. Who's done what? Who's this bloke? Who's, yeah, well, who's this? Who's this? Right. I didn't do it. Simon Beasley, stockbroker, played it full forward out of the box. Who else have we got? Minnow. Minnow. Will Minson. Love Will Minson, don't you? Love now, his story. Here's now, again, possibly some mayo on this, although I think most of it is true. Speaks fluent German. Plays the cello, if I remember Saxophone. right. Saxophone. <laughs> so we've already French got horror. that wrong. We've already got that wrong. I, think I should be following him on Instagram. He plays something very, very well. He's musical. He's musical. He's musical. And I believe he's also was an engineering student. And if you saw Will Minson, as soon as he crossed that white line, he was a madman. He's absolute, on. He never landed a tackle with someone on the ground without shoving their head into the ground. Like that was just, <laughs> see what, we loved him. We loved his aggression. We loved his attack on the ball. You would think, oh, gosh, this guy's he's an absolute madman. And then he comes off and he does an interview and he's, Incredibly articulate, basically a genius. But it was also when uh, commentators, when they, when they get hold of a fact yeah. or a couple of facts, they just roll them out. Like yeah. I don't know if you ever know that Scott Penelope has got a basketball background. 
Like, <laughs> like those sort of things are just wheeled out week after week. Well, even um, Minnow, even, the, the uh, saxophonist. Saxophonist, yeah. Even um, Alex Keith played first-class cricket. That I got a mention last night. Never heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is the Choco mentioned on the podcast. The, the Bond girl yeah, it gets yeah, a run every yeah, week. Yeah. First-class cricketer, yep. So Minnow was he, – he was a legend. We love Minnow. He was a bit out of the box. Who else? Bigsy? Shane Bigsy. I think yeah, I think you couldn't talk about being out of the box without mentioning Big Z, could you? Oh, I mean, let's be honest. We're in a WhatsApp group that's called the Shane Biggs Fan Club. <laughs> <laughs> now, I thought Big Z, what did I just say before? What did I think he was? Clo- I thought he had a clothing label. No, he's a DJ. But you're telling me he's a DJ. He's close to me. I think he's close to an influencer because he loves the gram. Oh, he's busy to, on Instagram. Is he busy? Yeah, yeah. right. And, yeah, and I'll, random, I'll... random posts, but they're fun. Okay. And no, I he, think he definitely DJs is on DJ, sorry, on uh, radio stations, but nightclubs and does gigs and the whole lot. Anything more to say on that GWS game? We've spoken about the forwards. We've spoken about the midfielders. But the and I'm going to say these names because this is probably another topic. But Truck Digger and Caleb. Now I don't know if you know who I'm talking about. But I'll oh, now up. Truck, I'll give you Truck Bailey Williams. Yes, Digger Caleb. I presume is Caleb Daniel. Correct. <laughs> It'd be weird <laughs> if it wasn't. But yes, <laughs> I don't know his nickname. Now Digger, who's Digger? Bailey Dale. And I didn't know this. It just popped up on Instagram and a few people really? said, well done, Digger. And I don't know where it comes from. If you're on Instagram, at Western Bulldogs Podcast. If you're on Twitter, at West Bulldogs Pod. Do you know why Bailey Dale's nickname is Digger? And I just run with it, even though I don't know who. Do I, I've started running with Truck. Yeah, I, don't yeah, know I love Truck. I love Truck. I don't know why he's... It sort of like, suits him, doesn't it? Today's footy, so much of it is slingshot, the use and the setup from the half-back line, and we've got three of the best users in the comp, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, no question. Really, each of those really good by foot, but Caleb, obviously, is just elite by foot. He's unbelievable. Yeah, so good. All right, well, that was the win. It was a shootout. It was really nice to see a shootout, and... Good news, Smitty, is yes. we get to do it again because I had a look at the fixture and I think we're playing them in the last round. We're playing them like, in like, not long. We're halfway through the season. We're playing them twice in the back end. So get ready for the next GWS game. So, Smitty, we had GWS last night. Obviously, we watched it. Neither of us went up there. It got us thinking about how you cope at home when you have to watch it on the box because when you're at the game, there's nothing you can do. At home, though, you probably can take a few more liberties you can mm. pace around you can i mean i never do it but some people turn it off some people can't watch when it's too close they actually yeah. turn the tv off <laughs> Which, how do you i don't get that that doesn't help that. my nerves no, i need to that, know yeah yeah I, I agree with you uh my wife she can't she can't handle a close game she got she leaves the room she, she can't handle being near you near a close game or just a no, close no, game for, the, for herself <laughs> <laughs> just the tension of the close game so right. she leaves the room how do you handle the TV coverage? It's interesting, isn't it? I think when you're there, you feel like you're more involved because it's right in front of you and you can see the whole ground. Like you said, some people are turning it off. Do you ever see those people at the game and the scores are level or a, couple, or a point less than a goal each and they start leaving? Yeah. You get the train? <laughs> you're like, have you made the commitment to leave your house? Yeah. You, it's, it's easy three, minimum three-hour com- commitment, probably a four-hour commitment, and you think, just make sure I get the uh, 445 yeah. train. <laughs> yeah, or I just, I, you know, if I get out now, I'll beat, I'll beat everyone else. And I'll beat the traffic. You, you will, but you went to the game <laughs> to see what happens. Your team's maybe just about to win a close one. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about sometimes when we've stood together and – it's so close, and and someone breaks off from the group, 
and just goes and stands and sort of puts their hands over their eyes or something down by the pies, you know, where they're selling, because they just literally just can't watch. They yeah. just can't watch. So they do the equivalent of walking out of the room if they're at home and they just can't, can't watch it. Hands over the eyes. Well, too much I think them. we've spoken on this podcast before that I prefer to stand than sit you do. Yep. so I can pace a bit. And I do yep. do that. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I walk away and not look at it out on the field, but look up at the TV. <laughs> You just need a little bit of space. So how do you handle that at home when all you've got is the TV? Well, and I think one of the biggest challenges at home is you can't see the whole ground. So sometimes if you lose possession, but you look up the ground when you're there, you think, it's okay, we've got numbers, we're right, we've zoned up well, or even if they kick it, we're three on two, we're good, Mm. here, we'll be right. At home, you just kick and you just go, I don't know who's there. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if Keithy is in front or behind or out of position or if he's outnumbered or, or what's going on down there. So I actually don't. Sit on the couch. You know, people say, oh, get at home, relax, sit on the mm, couch. Mm. I, I pretty much stand up or sit on a bar stool, which is easy for me to get up and pace yeah. around. So yep. Yep. I, I don't relax all that well. well I, don't, um, I, I don't understand why people use the word relax about watching the footy. Nothing, nothing relax. relaxing no, about nothing. it. Nothing. <laughs> and that's not to say it's not enjoyable. We love it. No, no, it's not great. relaxing. Let's not pretend it's <laughs> like getting a massage. <laughs> Sometimes I, I go, you know what? I, I need a distraction. I'm going to start cleaning up the kitchen. No. <laughs> What are you the the kitchen's not in a completely different room. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah in, the, in the West Wing. <laughs> no, no, no. But if you're standing at the sink, and I think I'll do the dishes and I'll just put a few things away, you can see half the TV. Oh. So it's probably worse. I've gone from a yeah, full TV is... vision to half the TV vision. <laughs> Especially because you've just said that not being able to see what happens down the ground stresses you out. I think you need to rethink your strategy. <laughs> It's more about of a distraction. I wipe some benches and put some dishes away. I just yep. need to sort of um, refresh the situation, I think. Have we got a bit of intel on Dave that's just come in? Yes, we have actually because he's not here. We're, I don't know, we're half an hour into the podcast yeah. and yeah. we've been chasing him, well, pretty much since we won, chasing him down and our yep. WhatsApp group's gone really quiet. So he's left most of our messages on unread. They've yep. been delivered but not read, so yep. we don't know where he is, but... Through well, your yes, on through your my, phone, yes. he's not at the cinema anymore, is he? He's not. Would you like to know his updated location? Oh, I would love to know an update. Mount Gambia Prestige Recording Studio. Now, what do you make of that? Well, what's Rival he recording? Podcast? Is it a Bulldogs podcast? Either that or he's reviewing movies. Well, <laughs> it won't be a very long podcast because all he watches is Top Gun. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that... Dave, we're on to you. We are on to you, and we're going to want some explanations. He's actually often described himself as the Josh Bruce of this podcast <laughs> because he reckons he just he holds it all together. Now, it's actually not a bad comparison because Josh Bruce hasn't played a game for a very long time. Guess what, Dave? Josh is back. Yeah. Where are you? Yeah, where are you? Exactly. <laughs> He's out there kicking goals. Exactly. Where are you? Dave, you're on notice. A lot to answer for. Next week, if you if, if you even come on the show, if you want we'll to, find out. If, if you're you welcome. So you've got Hawthorne on Friday night. Yes. What are we thinking? Well, back at Marvel, which we obviously mm-hmm. love, on paper, we probably should win. Hawks are sort of up and down with their yep. form, so yep. who really knows? But as we say every week, we've just got to keep putting our best team out on the on the park. It's pretty congested there in that bottom half of the mm-hmm. eight or, the, or teams like us trying to get into the eight. So, And we know we're better than those teams. I have we to know, say, and our listeners know. And our listeners know. Exactly. <laughs> Unless we've got a listener who doesn't pack for the dogs, but it's pretty unlikely. Oh, we do. Shout out to you, Big Jim. He loves it. Ah, uh, JJ. Yeah, Richmond fan. Uh, terrific. Loves it. Hello, loves JJ. It. Hello. <laughs> Lo- love your support. The rest of the Tigers on Thursday night. Love your support, mate. Have it's you been to the footy with JJ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to go. Yeah, used to go to a Bulldogs Richmond game with JJ and a couple of his Richmond mates. Always entertaining. Always. He is entertaining. So 
We got Hawthorne. It's seven o'clock games. A bit earlier on a Friday seven, night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you pencil that in, mm. Dogs fans. Don't get there at seven fifty because half the game will be over. That's Friday night. We're penciling it in as we always do. All right, Smitty. Go, Dogs. Let's see how we go next week. And the pups. 